0: What's going on? What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? I'm your host, Grant Hefe. Get ready for another episode of Unpopular Opinion. Uh, Today is Friday. uh, I believe it's like the 8th or something like that. 7th. What is it? The 7th or the 8th? Something like that. Um, The 7th. Um, We had NFL uh, game last night. First NFL game um, between the Falcons and the Eagles. Um. I got a guest on with me today. Uh he's been on the show. He came back. Uh we're gonna talk some uh we're gonna talk some Falcons Eagles. We also gonna talk um, you know, some uh college football and uh what's going on with Le'Veon Bell down in uh Pittsburgh. Uh so without further ado, uh Hatch, how you doing, man?
1: Hey, good morning, man. How you doing? I'm doing all right, man. I'm doing man. good, man. I'm doing good. Yeah, man. So you ready to get in this? Yeah, let's 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 get let's get the ball rolling, man.
0: All right, so uh, the Falcons and the Eagles played last night. The Super Bowl champs opened up uh, at home last night against the Falcons. A uh, little bit of weather delay, I think it was like an hour weather delay or something like that. The game started kind of late. Uh, the Fal- they the the Eagles won eighteen to twelve. Um, and I, I thought honestly this game was uh. I thought this game was very winnable by the Falcons. I picked the Falcons to win this game. Um, no Carson Wentz, no Alshon Jeffries. Uh Blunt is not there no more. Uh I thought this was prime for, you know, the Falcons to, to win this game. I thought, you know, uh Matt Ryan played uh subpar. I thought he played about as well as Matt Ryan plays. Um Nothing, nothing special. Nothing, you know. He 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 did what Matt Ryan do, um, and then um, Julio Jones. You know, I, I I I noticed something. I don't know if you noticed it, but it seemed like every time they were down on the goal line, Julio Jones was not in the game. And you know, uh, you know, they may say it was fatigue. I just felt like he was scared to uh to to live in the moment. And then again, two more drops last night. What do you think?
1: Uh, I, I, I I'm I'm going to agree with you normally. I, I I would disagree, but I I would look at it like this. I'm not going to say he's scared to live in the moment, but he had 169 yards receiving. You know, you got almost 200 yards, so. And from, it's no, it was no reason for him not to have a, a touchdown. So not sure what happened. I don't know. Maybe he just said, hey, you know, I'm going to get the other guys the opportunity. But, uh, you No, know, not sure what happened. Yeah, I mean, like,
0: because before the game, you know, there was a quote that came out and said something like um, he said that there's no need to force him the ball. Now, I don't know what receiver has ever said don't throw me the ball like that's 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 crazy to me and it's just to me it just seemed like the moment is getting too big for julio and like i say he he's always been a high drop guy had two more drops last night um matt ryan didn't help the situation out either you know he played about as poorly as uh any mvp caliber quarterback can play uh opening night I'm going to chalk it up to maybe it was the weather, you know, the field was kind of wet, maybe the balls were slippery. Uh, But again, man, their red zone offense, you know, as I was watching the game, I, you know, I just put some notes down and I've noticed their red zone offense is terrible, terrible. First two trips down there, eight, uh, seven plays, eight plays in the red zone, all they get is three points. They have to fix a red their red zone, and that's what I'm saying about Julio. he's not in the game in those red to to even make a red zone opportunity you know uh
1: i don't i don't know i, I don't know i don't I, know it well i, I just said like this you know it, it's the first game of the season, so they they coming off a little rust Julio I think he's trying to get other players involved man just saying hey, you know i ain't you know. I ain't the only receiver out here. I think that's that might have been what he's saying. You know, don't force, don't, you know, don't force me the ball. You know, you got other guys. That, you know, get it to them. Julio, Julio's is not a selfish player. He's not a selfish player. But you know, if he's your go-to guy, uh, like you said, you know, you notice got down to the got down to the red zone. They took him out the game. Uh. It, 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 Look back at the Super Bowl. I mean, they should have won the Super Bowl. You know why? Stop throwing the Julio Jones. That's what I said. So <laughs> he's killing them. Uh, 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 and and Matt Ryan. I mean, you know, for all the money that you're getting paid, brother, you you got to, you know, me, I, I would tell him, hey, I'm paying you this money. You know, you need you need to deliver. You got to do something. I mean, you got to do something. I mean,
0: yeah, and I get it. Julio had, you know, he had a big night. I got Julio on my fantasy team. Uh, He got me 30 30 points last night. Listen, I appreciate all of that. But, my man, you got to get in the end zone. You have to get in the end zone. He hasn't had a double-digit touchdown season since his second year in the NFL. We need double-digit well, touchdowns, especially if you're gonna be, have all those drops, and especially if you're telling me that that he's the best receiver in the NFL.
1: I I can't buy well, it. I mean, he. I mean, he is. Well, who is the best receiver in the NFL right now? I think Odell Beckham is the best receiver in the NFL. I I, I don't think Odell Beckham is the best receiver in the in the league because. I I he's he from LSU and I I don't like people from LSU. (laughs) Uh, he ain't got nothing on Julio. I mean, Julio. Listen, Julio has nothing on. Listen,
0: I tell you what, right now, stats put them side by side. I'm telling you, Julio jump. I mean, uh, Odell Beckham is blowing him out of the water. I give you another stat. I give you another stat. Give Odell Beckham Matt Ryan and let Julio go over to play with, with Eli and see what the difference is going to be.
1: Well, yeah, because ain't no other – what other receivers do New York got? Plus, plus, New York don't have a running game. We still don't well, yeah, even know cool. how, how
0: Barkley is going to do this year. But, of course, you know, over Odell Beckham's time, he hasn't
1: had a, a running back there. Exactly. So, you know, that that's, that's why Odell Beckham got the numbers that he got because – he ain't got no. He ain't got nobody else there. But he it's but it's though. easier.
0: But it 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 should be easier when you have a running game
1: because now you
0: get a you get more one on one coverage. You get more man coverage. When when you have no running back, those teams can play zone. They don't have to load the box up to, to stop the run because you don't have anybody. Not to mention, listen, I have to default to Antonio Brown being the best receiver. I think Odell Beckham is the most talented receiver. I think he's. He's literally the best receiver, but I only I only just defer to Antonio Brown because you can't argue with the stats. The stats are there for Antonio Brown every single year. I just think Odell Beckham's route running, uh, especially me being a former receiver. I, I mean, I look at all this stuff, and I and I and that's why I bring up the stuff about Julio when I see him not in the game. When I see him drop mm-hmm. passes, the one pass that they call uh, incomplete on that fifty-two yarder, uh, that you know that went to to the review if he had just caught uh-huh. the ball the first time it 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 wouldn't even had to go to review now i thought it was a catch when it when they went back to the replay um but you know if he just catches the ball the first time you, you you don't even have to worry about that
1: well you know like i said hey it's the first game of the season everybody ain't gonna show out you know, put on and show out first game of the season. No, but he showed so,
0: out though. You know, I can't take anything from him. He had a he had a big night.
1: Yeah, I, so I, I I and I if you ask me who would I pick, I'm not picking, you know, I'm not picking Odell over uh Julio. Hell shit. If 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 Andre uh if Megatron was still in the league, uh I, I would not pick Odell over Megatron. No, well I but, thought I thought know
0: Megatron was probably one of the best receivers I ever seen. But I'm just talking just skill gifted. Odell Beckham is is he is he is, you know, the exception to everything. I mean, if you look at his route running, route running is Chris. He can run, he can run the slants, he can run the digs, he can run the out routes, he can run the, the comebacks, he can run the he can run the go routes, the posts, the skinny posts. And everything he does, he catches it out in front with his hands only. He well, he yeah, has yeah, some he of he the best it. set of hands I've, I've you know uh, since Larry Fitzgerald. And it's crazy fundamental,
1: right there. Yeah, but you
0: see, Yeah, but you see a lot of receivers now they catching the ball with their shoulder pads. Some of the best receivers, even Antonio Brown, he catches the ball with his shoulder pads a lot. Odell Beckham, everything is always out in front with him, and that's what I like. You know, that's that's. That's good technique because you catch everything out in front. DBs can't swat the ball away because it 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 hasn't even got there yet. I think Odell Beckham is going to prove why he got that contract, and I think he's going to prove this year that he is the best receiving in the NFL.
1: Well, I I, I think it's going to be the exact opposite. He's going to show because normally, you know, when you get a player to get a big contract like that, they 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 don't do too well. This guy is you know,
0: rare. This guy is rare.
1: He's rare. Yeah, but no, nah. he's not leading this team. Is he? Is he that leader? Is he leading the team? See, you know that's why. That's why I'm rolling with Julio. Julio said, "Don't force me the ball." That in other words, to me, that's saying, "Hey, is is other receivers on this team besides me?" I got it. Jay. you want to keep going to me because you you confident that you know I'm gonna catch it and all this stuff. But hey, man, you know. Don't don't throw it to me. Don't 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 try to throw no. Don't bomb it to me, man. When all we need is five yards, and and you had the tight end just go up, go you know hit a slant. Well, maybe that's why he
0: he was out of the game in critical situations down in the red zone. You know, I mean that especially that 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 first drive, he wasn't in not one play that whole first drive on the uh, goal line. Not one Wait. play, and they ran four plays. They went for it. That's the first series when they went for it on fourth down. He wasn't in on not one of those plays. And how how can you be the best receiver? How I, and let, let, listen, and and I hate doing this because I hate when people do it in basketball. But this is really fitting right here. How many of the great receivers wouldn't be in the game on any of those plays? How many of that wouldn't?
1: Give me. I what, don't know. No. Give me. What, I, I, what, I can't. I can't name you a great receiver that wasn't in the game at the critical moment. Give me one,
0: give me one from, from this time, DeAndre Hopkins or Odell Beckham or you know Antonio Brown or you know Kenneth Allen. Give me any one of these receivers I mean, if, that probably if, wouldn't if, be in the if,
1: game. If they were in the game, they, they were decoys because come on now, what sense do it make if you if you first and first and go, second first, second, third goal. Why are you throwing the ball anyway?
0: But at least be, but at least be in the game to be a decoy. He wasn't even in the game to be a decoy. May, maybe, I mean, maybe Freeman gets into the end zone if if Julio Jones is out there because maybe you can't play eight eight or nine in the box because because you probably need the bracket cover of Julio mm-hmm. out there. You got to be in the game. They went Julio first. Might
1: be hurt, man. They you know, went. He
0: might, man, they went first and goal. They went first and goal. I kind of understood why he wasn't in the game on first and goal, because he had just made the big play down the field. Okay, get your breather. You, you got one play. I was expecting to see him on second down, second and goal. He's not in the game. Okay, well, maybe he needed to take an extra breather. Third and goal. He's still not in the game. And, and I'm looking at my TV, and I'm, I just started acting like Shannon Sharp now. I don't watch the TV with the uh volume up. I watch it with it down. So Because sometimes it, it throws me off when I say something. And then the mm-hmm. announcers say the same thing that I say, and now I lose all my credibility when, when I come in here and talk about it. But, you know, I'm thinking he's going to be in there third and goal. I don't I don't see him. And I'm like, what's going on with Julio? And then, they line up and go for it on fourth down. Well, I'm definitely expecting to see Julio on fourth down. They run Freeman to the left side. Julio is nowhere to be found.
1: Well, you know, I I, I I'm, I'm... I, I'm not going to watch Julio. I'm not, not going to say I'm not going to watch Julio. The the Falcons, they got the worst offense coordinator ever.
0: Steve Sarkisian.
1: He, he probably was drinking on the sideline. He probably was drunk calling them plays.
0: Oh, listen, that's another thing I said last night, too. I put that in my notes. The play calling is terrible. I put terrible play calling. I mean, because... it. I just didn't. I think sometimes these offensive coordinators they get paid so much money to do. You know, I don't know what. Like, I I I don't get it. Like, I don't understand. Like, what are you getting paid for? You do what works, and Julio is what works for you. But sometimes he's not even in the game to do it. But even when he is, you miss you miss him. You throw the ball low because Matt Ryan was inaccurate on on a lot of throws to Julio last night. Throw the ball low, throw the ball high, throw the ball out of bounds. Even the jump ball that he actually caught in the end zone uh, at the end of the game, Matt Ryan pushed him, pushed him too far out of bounds, and he got Ronald Darby on him. And I'm a Florida State guy, but Ronald Darby is not that big. He he he's not big enough to contend with Julio. You just throw the ball up and let Julio go get it, and Matt Ryan sailed him out of bounds. Uh
1: huh.
0: It, it's just uh, uh, the Falcons. I thought this was their opportunity to come back to, you know, back where they were the year that they went to the Super Bowl, especially having Kevin Ridley. But I don't even think Kevin Ridley had a catch all night. Um,
1: well, like, like I said, you know, it's it's the first game of the season. So, you know, it's it's after today, you know, it's back to the drawing board. You know, this is what we're going to fix. Hopefully, hopefully Sarkeesian put put the flask or the bottle down. <laughs>
0: Well, so um, well, I I show I show hope so or they play off hopes it's done. Uh, so hey man, let's jump into some college football. Yeah. Uh, Clemson. Um, uh, going to visit Texas A and M. Uh, I think this one right here could be interesting. Uh, although I believe Clemson will win this game, I think this is going to be a tough game for for Clemson. Uh, this is Jimbo Fisher. Uh, it's not like he don't know. Uh, what Dabo Swinney is going to bring. Uh, you know he he's very well. Um. Acclimated with uh Dabo Sweeney at from his time at Florida State, uh, they split eight meetings, uh, four and four. Dabo one four, Jimbo one four. Uh, yeah. What do you think going to happen? Uh, down in uh in College Station this Saturday.
1: Down in College Station, um, I'm 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 not so much. I'm I'm still. I've never been sold on uh. You know, Jimbo Fisher. You know. You going to a program. Neither have I. You know, you, you, you. He inherited what Bobby Bowden had. Inherited, inherited, and all he did was just tweak it a little more. And, and which, and and I'm gonna just throw this out there. If you look at, I think uh, Jimbo Fisher is Bobby Bowden's son. <laughs> so I, I think so. But I and, and I and I think with him going to Texas A&M, he benefited from Kevin something. So it's going to be it's going to be interesting. It'll be a close game. But, I you know, Clemson, Clemson's going to win because, you know, Clemson got two good quarterbacks. Uh, they, they returned. They they brought back a solid nucleus. And, and you know, they didn't. It was just a tune up game. So it's going to be it's going to be a close game. But Clemson is going to win. Uh this is where you're gonna see Kelly Bryant uh do his thing. Yeah, you think so? Um uh,
0: yeah. because uh in 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 week one, um they um they they split um reps with uh both quarterbacks. So I mean that's what I'm also um kinda excited to see as well. Because uh, Trevor Lawrence, what, he was like fifteen or seventeen. He had three touchdowns in that game. Uh so you know, I do like Kelly Bryant because Kelly Bryan is the experienced guy. And I think if it wasn't for him getting hurt last year uh, in that game against Syracuse, uh, they would have been in in a way better spot come uh, college football playoff time. Uh, because I, I thought with that injury, he took a step back. Uh, and he was never right because he was trying to rush back because he knew that they had a chance. Uh, but I think, yeah, uh, I'm right there with you. I think Clemson proves to be too much for them. Um, I do think Jimbo Fisher, uh, is gonna, you know, it's not going to be as easy as people think, but I'm right there with you. I think Jimbo Fisher is to me, Jimbo Fisher is not a good coach. I think Jimbo Fisher is a good recruiter. He, he can recruit his behind off every year, you know, uh, Florida state was in the top, you know, two, three or four. We never dropped out of the top five, uh, you know, um, in none of the years that that Jimbo was there. So you know I think he's a good recruiter. I'm not I'm not I'm not sold on him really as to be a good coach. And then he goes to the SEC West, which is uh one of probably one of the toughest divisions in college football. Uh so you know what that's Alabama, Auburn, LSU and then now you're going to add, you know, and that's what he's jumping into thinking that he can do better. Well, we'll see. Um but yeah, I'm right there with you. I think I think Clemson win this game. Um, I think they beat the Aggies. Now, um, we got a SEC matchup, uh early SEC East matchup. This could really be playoff implications. Uh, you know, you got Georgia going going uh to Columbia, South Carolina. Uh-huh. Um uh-huh. what you think gonna happen in this game?
1: Uh I expect South Carolina pull upset. Yeah. But if South Carolina don't win, I think it's gonna be a close game. Will Muschamp I always tell this about people. If Georgia going to beat South Carolina, they're going to beat them on the run. They're going to they gonna beat them with the running game. Will Muschamp has never been able, a Will Muschamp defense has never been able to shut down a run. Uh, if you go back and look at he, when Texas, when he was defense coordinator at Texas, uh, when Texas played Alabama in the national championship game, mm-hmm. two quarterbacks uh, I mean, two running backs, Trent Richardson, Martina, both of them had 100, over 100 yards rushing and two touchdowns. You know, go figure. But Will Muschamp cannot, uh, cannot, cannot. Uh, it's not a good. Is, is run, he cannot stop a running game. So that's how Georgia would beat them. But you know, if if I the reason why I say South Carolina because South Carolina is probably the only team in ACC that's that's they got is made up of mainly juniors and seniors, you know. Uh, Kirby Smart, he got he brought in that that touted recruiting class. Mhm. But they they won they won they still learning. They still learning. No, yeah. Uh,
0: now, I picked Georgia to win this game just cuz they got some of those guys that from that championship team. Uh, I just like Kirby Smart in this game over Will Muschamp. Uh I do think it's going to be tough, you know. It's going to be tough to go down there in in, in Columbia. You know, and uh, but I think I think the I think the Bulldogs I think they're ready. I think Kirby Smart is gonna have them ready to go. Um, yeah, I think Georgia. I, I I think Georgia have a real good opportunity to go right back to the national championship game this year. Uh, you know, as long as they play how they played for the for the better part of last year, I think Jake From will start to get better. Uh, they still have Swift there. You know, I think I think them boys are gonna be ready.
1: Okay. Yeah. Well, like I said, you know, I'm calling
0: the, the upset it, it, to
1: me it'll be, it'll be a pretty close game to be an upset. You call the upset. Yeah. I mean, no, cause yeah. neither
0: team really did much, you know, neither team had a test in week one, you know, to, yeah. uh, to talk about what it was Austin PV and I forgot, uh, the other school, but you know, uh, South Carolina quarterback, you know, he did light it up. He was 22 or 29, 250 yards, four TDs, um, so, I mean, they're gonna need a lot of that on uh Saturday against against Georgia T to have a chance. And I think if they can, you know, if they can control the line of scrimmage with the run and start uh and um and uh pass the ball as well as they did last week or just as good, I think they'll have a, a pretty good chance. Um now we got uh number 17, USC. Two uh we we had a bunch of ranked – well, not really a bunch of ranked opponents. I think a lot of teams took a week off this week, you know, because most most of everybody played tough, uh, tough schedules this first week. But we got number 17, USC, against number 10, Stanford, on Saturday night. Um, USC on the road. Uh, I think Stanford got a pretty – I think Stanford is going to win this game. Uh, I think Bryce Love bounced back from the week that he had last week uh, and become – the uh Heisman trophy candidate that that most people think that he could be uh you know a lot of people think that he can win the Heisman this year uh and i think he has a bounce back game against rival usc uh in this game what you think
1: yeah i'll pick stanford over usc usc is not not relevant anymore uh they they they've they're not they're they're down at the bottom of the barrel so uh yeah, I, uh, Stanford over USC. Stanford uh, is 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 long overdue for their conference championship. So I, I would pick Stanford and 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 love this kid. Um, he would be my he's he's my front runner for the Heisman Trophy right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He
0: had a he had a tough game last week, but I think he bounced back this week. Uh, yeah, I think I think he's gonna have a huge game. I said he was going to have about 26 carries, 150 some yards, and two touchdowns. I I think he goes big in this game.
1: Oh yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I think he goes big. Uh, now another another thing. Uh, jumping back to the NFL. Um, as we as we start to wrap up here, uh, what do you think about Le'Veon Bell? Uh, in his contract situation. Uh, two part question. What do you think about him holding out? Do you think he should be holding out? Or do you think he should go ahead and sign his franchise tender and play? And then the second part to that question is: What do you think about his teammates speaking out on him, like Big Ben, a couple of the linemen saying, "You know, uh, we 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 the one that's doing all the work for you and all that other stuff." So now we see how you are. What do you think about that?
1: Uh, I I, I I'm not going. Let's go back to. Uh, he's been in the league what five years? Yeah,
0: five or six years or something like that.
1: Okay, five years. Nobody knew who Le'Veon Bell was until what two three two years ago, three years ago. About three, at least. At least I did. I didn't. So. Uh, give me, give me. Uh, if he's saying, give me me, then uh, you know I'm right with him. Hey, hey, give give me me, man. I'm 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 here. I'm uh. Uh, he's one. He's the
0: best back in the league, if you ask me. I think you it's know, him yeah, and Ezekiel I, Elliott, one A, one B, whichever one you want to go with. You know, I'll be fine with either or. For
1: for him to have been in the league five years, three, four, five years, averaging four point three yards a carry. Uh, give 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 it to me. Give me my money. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, you know, give me, give me my money. Especially when uh, you're
0: giving them 70 catches added on to those yeah. carries every year, 70 catches plus, you yeah. know, 200 plus carries a year.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, so I'm
0: right there with him. Give me my money. I, I would
1: say now for 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 the team to say, okay, we we are we doing the work. Okay, yeah, the line is blocking and everything, but at the same time, uh most NFL running backs don't make it past 10 years. You know, most of them don't. So, uh, the alignment has more longevity in the league than a running back. So for them to say that, I mean, you know, you, you just think about it, you know,
0: if, hey. if it was me, man, I'd be out of there. I, I wouldn't show up. I mean, yeah, I wouldn't show oh, up until week 11. Uh, because yeah. he has he he has until week eleven to sign that fourteen and a half million dollar uh extension, and it's not about the money you know a lot of people don't really understand that that it's not really about the money is the reason why he's holding out it's the guarantees is the reason why he's holding out because oh, yeah. you know they did offer him a seventy million dollar contract, but the guarantees was very very low, and that's what he was going to negotiate like oh, I want yeah. more more incentives. So, yeah, you know, just... not to mention, plus he's getting paid. For, if he was signed his franchise tender this year, uh, you know, he'll get $14.5 million. That's a lot of money in one year to play football. But, you know, they're not giving him any guarantees, and that's the reason why he wouldn't hold out to get a new contract.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I would hold out, too, especially since uh, what's the what's the running back? Uh, Ty Gurley just got back. paid. Yeah, Ty Gurley just got paid, you know. So, you know, of course, I'm like, okay, well, I'm averaging the same amount of yards per carry. Uh,
0: and I catch more passes. I'm out there on the field more. Catch more passes,
1: you know, you know, pay me my money. If not, I'm, I'm gone.
0: No, so I'm right with him. You know, he has until week 11 to sign that $14.5 million tender uh, so he can be eligible to be a free agent uh in the off season because if he doesn't sign it by week eleven, uh he's not eligible to become a free agent. So uh I think by week eleven he will show up. I'm I'm thinking around I think this holdout'll last probably about another two or three weeks. Uh so I think by week five or six I think he'll be back. Um or he you know, knowing Le'Veon if he if he held out for the start of the season, he may go, go all the way till week 11, sign his tender, you know, sit on the bench until, uh, until, uh, free agency in in 19. Uh, but I I think,
1: go ahead. I think he'll be back. I think he'll be back before then. I, I think, you know, it's just, you know, okay. Uh, especially, you know, if he, if he's not back, you know, hold out two or three more weeks, uh,
0: because who who what
1: what who, who they, who's his backup? Uh, James Connor.
0: Uh, 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 another nobody. The guy, yeah, he used to play at pitch at uh Pittsburgh. He was running back at Pittsburgh. Uh, he was decent. Uh-huh. He was a decent college back, but to me, he's nobody to just you know act like he's some some you know just like this yeah. guy some. So yeah, I mean he, he's decent, but he's not he he's not anything to. You know to act like he's everything over.
1: So once they get to missing him, you know he'll come back and and everything will pick right on up. You know it's just like kind of like how Emmitt Smith did when he held out uh, back when when Dallas won. They uh you know when when Dallas came back you know for the Super Bowl you know well when they missed out on but you know he'll uh, <laughs> you know they'll they'll see that they're missing and you know that of course they're gonna pay him what he wants.
0: I, you know what? I think I think their relationship is done. I don't think uh I think there's really no coming back uh from from this. If you uh, the Steelers and Le'Veon, I think once you start to hold out, and I think this thing has gotten really, really, um, really, really nasty. Especially now that the teammates, the coaches, you know, are actually you know saying stuff. They're actually throwing them throwing them up underneath the bus. I think this relationship is done. Uh, I really honestly don't see him coming back until week eleven. I I can honestly see that,
1: you know. Well, he'll 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 he. I don't think, like I said, he' ain't gonna hold out that long, because of course I mean he, um, you know, holding out that long, then you know you you, you you're hurting yourself, you know, because you're getting bored sitting around eating little Debbie cakes or whatever, but. He can't because he loved it just because he loved a game. If he loved a game of football that much, like he said, he does, he ain't gonna hold it out that long, you know. And they'll give him what he want around, you know, trade deadline because trade deadline is normally what week eight,
0: yeah, somewhere,
1: yeah, that big waypoint. He'll be going, he'll probably end up, uh, uh, I, I, he'll be in where he don't want to go is Cleveland, so he'll end up. You know, probably saying, "Okay, send me anywhere but Cleveland."
0: No, I think Cleveland would be good. I think Cleveland got a. Uh, I think we have a pretty good uh stable of backs. Um, I think we'll be all right. I don't think, and you know, the money that he's going to demand, I don't think Cleveland is going to be able to pay him that. So, uh, yeah, I don't Cleveland. I think that's off the option. But let me ask you one. Uh, you know, let me ask you a few NFL questions. Um, mm-hmm. week one, uh, we got Odell against um. Jalen Ramsey. Over under. You think he gets um seven, seven catches over under uh yards, let's say a hundred?
1: He gives up seven catches?
0: Uh yeah. Uh no, do you think uh Odell gets seven catches for a hundred yards over under?
1: Who and they're they're playing who? Uh,
0: who are they playing? The Giants is playing um uh the Jaguars. Oh, no, he's not a – no, no. You don't think he's getting – you don't think he's getting seven catches or 100 yards? You think it's under that? No.
1: No. It's going to take him more than seven catches to get, you know, 100 yards or more. I don't think so. Simply because, you know – I don't think so. Jalen Ramsey?
0: Odell is so explosive. (laughs) He's so explosive. It's it's possible – he can go for 70-80 in 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 one catch. And I'm a Jalen Ramsey fan because, you know, he comes from the great uh Florida State University. Uh, you know, but uh Jalen Ramsey is a gambler. He 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 he's really aggressive. And I think with a skilled receiver as Odell is, that could, you know, that could actually hurt him. Now he played good against every top wide receiver in the NFL, Antonio Brown, uh DeAndre Hopkins, you know, he, he he put the the clamps on just about every receiver that he goes against. I think I think it's gonna be a good matchup, but I think I think you know it's hard to keep Odell under hundred yards. A healthy I'm, Odell I'm, I'm, and the way Odell's been looking this training camp, it's gonna be hard to keep that Odell under under hundred yards.
1: I'm gonna throw out my joker to you on that one because uh, Jacksonville got 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 a got a skilled player in the secondary from from Alabama. Ronnie Harrison.
0: Yeah, uh yeah, he's a nobody. He's a nobody. Well he's
1: from he's
0: from Tallahassee. Yeah, I know where he's from down there Bro- in uh Lee, he he played at Leon in uh in Tallahassee.
1: But Florida State missed out on him and he he, he he you know Nick Saban made him look like made him look like a genius.
0: Yeah, he, he made him look like
1: a genius because
0: I mean he Harrison he got better. I ain't gonna hate on him, especially since he's from you know he is from Tallahassee that you know but I like you said, Nick Saban made him look like a genius. Uh, I thought he got better every single year, though. You know, yeah. so and that's that's what you want to see all the time in a player. You know, somebody that's that's willing to get better and somebody that is going to get better, put in the work to get better. So you know, he did get better every year. I just you know, eh, eh. I played with a few safeties back in my high school that would have ate him up. So that's that's all I'm saying. Uh, but but uh. Well, what are we talk about? Oh, Odell. Odell will get over a hundred yards in this game. Uh, Jalen Ramsey is going to play tough. I think Jalen Ramsey get a pick in this game, but I think Odell gets the best of
1: him. Okay, I, so I, I say, uh, I say he gets seven catches. Odell Beckham, seven catches for sixty-five yards. <laughs>
0: That's low. I don't think so. I. I don't. I don't. I. I don't. I don't think so now. I don't think. So. Oh, another thing. Um. Uh. Packers. Bears. Week one. Uh. You know, much improved Bears team. I still. To me, I don't think they're there yet. Uh. Mitchell Trubisky in his second year. We'll see how he looks. Uh They did get Allen Robinson from the Jaguars. Um. They did get um. They just they picked up Khalil Mack, uh, Mack. So from the Raiders, going, what you think happens in this game?
1: Defense? That that'll be. A, I think the NFC. What what division are they? That's in? the North, North. North. Yeah. I think the NFC North just got a little bit tougher for the Packers to win. I,
0: I don't think the Packers are going to win that division. Um, you know, I picked the uh, Minnesota Vikings to win that division. I picked the Packers getting in as a wild card. Uh, with the addition of Jimmy Graham, I think that helps them out a lot. But I think the Minnesota Vikings win that. They have the best defense in that division by far. They was the number one defense in the NFL last year. I don't see how that how or why that would change this year. Uh I think Kirk Cousins is a upgrade from Case Keenum. Dalvin Cook is coming back. And before he tore his ACL last season, he was looking like he did at Florida State. Um, uh-huh. you know, they got Adam Thielen, uh who's underrated, Stephon Diggs, Kyle Rudolph. I think I think this team is poised to go right back and have another, you know, thirteen and three season like they did last year, maybe twelve and four.
1: Okay, so okay. So yeah. So uh I and I, I like I said I agree with you. I think that, that that division just got a little bit tough. Oh, it did get tougher, I was definitely. Khalil Mack makes that division a lot tougher. This made the this made the Bears defense, you know, I, I can honestly say, uh, because they, they were missing something. When Urlacher Erlack left, so I'm like, when somebody say Chicago Bears, and I'm like Brian, who? So you know we got Khalil Mac, you know Mac Daddy in the house. So yeah, <laughs> uh, that's that's gonna be an interesting game. I think the uh, uh, the the Packers will, will squeak by.
0: Yeah, you think so? Yeah, I, yeah. I, I I still have the Packers winning that game too. I, I don't think the uh, I don't think the uh, I don't think the Bears are ready just yet. Uh now speaking of, you know, uh this'll be the last one we're going to go uh Monday night game. Obviously there's two the Jets and Lions, but who cares about the Jets or the Lions? Uh the other game, the uh the second game is going to be the Rams and the Raiders. John Gruden's first game back coaching the Rams and over.
1: And the Raiders. Uh
0: you think John Gruden can pull it off? They are at home. Uh but they are playing the Rams, the much improved Rams who Added a lot this off season. They added Nadaman Sue on the on the defensive line. They added Brandon Cooks that helped the wide receivers out. Uh, they added key to Uh, one of the top man to man cornerbacks in the NFL. Um, they did lose Sammy Watkins to the Chiefs, but I think you get an upgrade with Brandon Cooks. Uh, you think John Gruden can pull it off in uh in his first first game back?
1: Yeah. I, I think I think he gonna pull it off only because you know Gruden. He he never should have left the Raiders. Uh he 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 was building them up. So I think he just, you know, he looked at it like, okay, I got some unfinished business. I can run it the way I want to run it now. Now that Al Davis is gone. And they gave him like, you know, part of something, right? Like they they made him
0: over everything where he yeah. can make roster decisions and everything. So yeah. yeah.
1: So he's ten years, a hundred mil. Yeah, so he he's running it how he wants it. So I I I've, I've said it. I've always been a Raiders fan, especially, you know, when they got uh, when they had Jerry Rice and Tim Brown. Uh-huh. Uh,
0: the who Raiders had, are... Who
1: they had throwing in the ball back
0: then? Rich Gannon?
1: Yeah, they they had some, <laughs> some guy named Rich Gannon. You know, <laughs> he just... He revived his career out there, and you know, Super Bowl, he just wasn't crap. But look for Oakland to do some good things, and I'm not gonna say on the ground. I'm not gonna say, you know, with a balanced off well with a balanced offense, but you're gonna see you're gonna see a lot of stuff through the air.
0: Oh yeah, I think he's gonna let uh Derek Carr uh I think he's gonna let it fly this year. You know, they and, did and then, get uh, Jordy Nelson over there, so you know, he is a deep a deep ball threat even last year coming off that ACL uh tear. Uh he uh, and, and, him and Aaron Rodgers still had that that deep ball connection. So I think if Derek Carr can, you know, get that um get that continuity with him, you know, and you know, and they start the jail, I think he can be a big, huge threat for them this year.
1: And and it's not even so much uh, you know, Derek because, you know, we, we got a journey, man, that's that's just waiting to step up and I you know, AJ McCarron, if, uh the probably like, that was like the dumbest trade for Buffalo because they got rid of a quarterback that that could actually play. So you, you got you got Alabama connection there with AJ McCarron and and, and, Coop. And, and, uh, and Coop. So hey, Brut Bruton know what he's doing, man. He he's brewing up something good. So don't be surprised if you see uh, Oakland Raiders uh, in a divisional. <laughs> we'll see,
0: hey man. But I pre- prediction, huh? Yeah, that's definitely a bold, That's definitely an unpopular opinion right there. <laughs> hey, man! But I appreciate you for coming on the show again today, doing the show with me. Um, you you have anything before we get out of here?
1: Oh yeah, I, I you know real quick. Uh, you know a lot of people they talking about Jalen Hurts down here in Alabama. You know, uh, you know people are, like back talking this dude, and they talk about the other guy, Tua, talking about Uh
0: huh.
1: And I had always tell people, Jalen ain't got nothing to prove. Uh, you know, he, he took he took Bama, you know, to the to the college football playoff, you know, back to back. Uh, only freshman to get only only freshman up on the season, you know, to get SEC Player of the Year, you know, take a team to the championship. So, you know, everybody's so strong out on uh tour. If you go back and look at that Louisville game. That boy too got some work to do because he cannot take hits. Uh, Jalen get hit, he brush it off and get right back up. So just watch as the season unfolds. Uh, next week starts conference play. Uh, I guess for you know all the colleges. Next week starts conference play for uh, SEC. Mm-hmm. Uh, just keep your eye. Just just watch Jalen Hurts. Just just keep your eye out on just. Oh, yeah, I know. He's going to be in New York. He's going to be in New York this year.
0: And I know he ain't too far from out there starting. I think Nick Saban will have a short leash uh, on tour, especially with the experience that Jalen Hurts bring to that team and just the overall, you know, love I think he actually has for him as a person, not just a player. So, yeah, man, I I, you know, I think Jalen Hurts is going to have a chance to to, to get back in there. But I do appreciate –
1: go ahead. And and also, uh, I know Florida State lost – Monday, but I wouldn't be shocked if uh, don't be surprised if you see the Seminoles are the Seminoles and Clemson in the same division. Uh huh. Okay.
0: And we still that's have your, to play Miami.
1: That's your two teams, Miami. I ain't worried about them because they it's, they're a Magic Show. Miami,
0: my, but Miami is still ranked right now. That could help. Uh, having another ranked opponent on the schedule. Plus, we still have to end the season with Florida. Hopefully that they have – they stay where they at or, you know, they 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 go undefeated by the time we play them or something. They still rank. ranked. So, we still have Florida, a chance to get back in there, but we have to dominate everybody from here on out.
1: Yeah. Florida State beats Clemson. They'll be in the ACC championship game and a possible playoff.
0: Yeah, I think they're probably chalk game. It depends on how we play for the rest of the season. Like I say, we'll have to kill everybody. We'll have to kill Miami when we play them. We'll have to kill Clemson uh when we play them. Um, you know, and I believe uh and uh we'll have to kill Florida when we play them. And you know, we will have to, whoever we play in the ACC Championship, which will probably be Virginia Tech again. If Virginia Tech is as good as we is is as good as they looked the other night. Cause they are in the Coastal Division. We play Virginia Tech again. We get that rematch with them, and we beat them bad. I think that could probably give us a little leap in the college football playoff. But it's going to take a lot of work for Florida State to get back in any conversation nationally, far as college football playoffs. Yeah, but
1: I so, appreciate. Go ahead. So we'll we'll see how it pan out, man. Uh, you know. So this uh
0: oh, college football is going to be is going to be exciting this year. Yeah, it's gonna be exciting very, exciting. very to see how how Taggart comes back because I didn't like that offense. I I did not like that offense at all. Uh, he's gonna to have to tweak some things. Uh, that sideline, the sideline crap, is gonna to have to go. Uh, we're gonna to have to start hitting people over the middle of the field. We're gonna to have to start running the ball regular. I I don't like that
1: offense. I just say you know it 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 really don't start getting interesting until week three.
0: Oh yeah, you know week about week three to about week ten is it's is it's, it's it's game time. Yes. Yeah. Cause every game matter down down that stretch. You know, and then what it is week eight is when they actually start releasing the rankings from the uh the committee. Yeah. So, you know, it's definitely go time by week eight. So college football is gonna be interesting this year. Uh you know, uh to see which new teams emerge this year, which teams that we thought was good that really ain't good, you know. So that's why you go out there and play the games. But uh, make sure you guys catch me on RTS Sports Live uh, this Sunday at 745 Mountain Standard Time, 945 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, Hey, uh, Hatch, I appreciate you for coming on on the show again. Uh, You know, uh, you've been there when I needed you. You you come on the show every single time. You're always ready to go. I appreciate that. Uh, I appreciate all the supporters uh other sh- other podcasts make sure that you download it on it's on Apple uh Google Play Radio Public you know mostly any uh podcasting site um uh, make sure you catch RTF Sports uh on on YouTube at RTF Productions make sure you like comment subscribe uh and share that make sure you give the podcast uh a rating uh and I'll see you guys uh on Sunday so see you guys All right, man.